This is Liberal Amazon, a podcast supported by Group BBF, 15 years decarbonizing the Amazon, and Banco da Amazônia, moving the Amazon and your life. Welcome to Liberal Amazon, a podcast to discuss and talk about the Amazon region. Today, we're going to talk about community tourism in the Amazon. Have you ever heard of it? In addition to the forests and rivers that make up the region's most characteristic scenery, the Brazilian Amazon has vast options of lakescapes and destinations that enchant, such as dunes, mangroves, and the coastal seashore. But it's not just the beauty that attracts tourists, but also the opportunity to experience the different lifestyles of the people. This is exactly the proposal put forward by community-based tourism, which can be an ally for sustainable development that values the communities of the region. The Amazon, according to Brazil's tourism minister, Celso Sabino, is one of the strongest points and priorities in terms of community-based tourism. We are developing the experiences of original Brazil, a project to expand and diversify Brazil's tourism offer by developing memorable tourism experiences offered by indigenous peoples and quilombola communities in their territories, he says. Despite the interest and the many positive prospects for the future of this industry, currently working with this type of tourism in the Amazon also means overcoming a number of challenges. Only in South Island, in Maranhão, Fernando Gonçalves was a pioneer in the lodging sector. He built the first pousada, a small hotel, on the island 26 years ago and since then has been overcoming daily difficulties such as logistics, the high cost of raw materials and the need for constant maintenance to overcome damage from the constant wind and sand. The island is 1,500 kilometers as the crow flies from the capital of the state of Maranhão, São Luís. The city does not have official data on the number of inhabitants of the island, but the estimate is that there are currently around 365 residents. Getting to the island is a long journey. The scene of white sand, mangroves and palm trees is like a hidden gem. The report of Oliberal took about 6 hours from São Luís. You have to cross by ferry boat and follow a road partly dirt with no pavement to reach the municipality of Apicuaçu. There, you have to wait for a fisherman's boat to take you to Linsois Island in order to hitch a ride, as there is no official boat to take you there. There is still no basic sanitation or garbage collection system here. In my case, after my stay, I pick up all the waste produced at our pousada and take it to the mainland, and then recyclables I often take to São Luís, says Fernando. The Linsois Island is inside an extractive reserve and has little urban presence. Most people get around on food and there are few shops or restaurants. Most of the population lives from fishing. Today, people from the south and southeast of Brazil and Europeans who travel from afar in search of this more of the beaten track type of tourism are the main visitors. Among the trips that Fernando takes are boat trips, visits to the dunes, visits to the lighthouse, shrimp harvesting and guara birds flying. In the Mamirawa Extractive Reserve in the Amazon, in the state of Amazonas, the profile of the tourists is similar, but there is still rivers and tall trees and closed forests that steal the show. At the end of the 90s, the local tourist potential was spotted and today the reserve is home to the Pousada Wakari or Wakari Lodge, as it has recently been renamed. The lodge earns an average of 4,000 reais per year, the Brazilian currency, which is used entirely for the benefit of the community. 
1996, the Institute created a management plan and a group of researchers dedicated themselves to thinking about economic alternatives for the reserve that bears the same name, one of them being tourism. This is the largest floodplain reserve in the world and its population is largely riverine, leaving off fishing and the production of flour and the agricultural products, of course. There are around 13,000 residents and users of the reserve covering six municipalities, 10 communities and one indigenous land. Those interested in becoming involved with tourism went through a process of dialogue and joint construction to design the next steps. This community participation is one of the basic precepts for defining community-based tourism. It's not enough to create jobs for those who live there. It is up to the residents themselves to make the decisions and chart the course of the activity, says the coordinator Pedro Nassar. The Pousada is 25 years old this year and is non-profit. All the money is split between covering the costs and saving for the Pousada's own financial reserve as well as going to the communities that work at the Pousada. According to Pedro Nassar, distances are also a huge challenge, especially in a region where travel is made by boat or plane. It takes longer and is more expensive. This means that the final consumer, the tourist, also has to pay more. We should think about new technologies, boats with solar panels, projects of this kind or some kind of subsidies to help the community, he says. Want to know more about it? You can check out the full article at liberalamazon.com. See you soon. Bye. You have just listened to Liberal Amazon, a podcast supported by Group BPF, 15 years decarbonizing the Amazon, and Banco da Amazônia, moving the Amazon and your life.